Welcome to the Meta Era Nerd Podcast with Rico and Marcus. The special for today, Xbox with the side of Bethesda. So we're coming off of uh, Xbox and Bethesda's uh, showcase for 2022, and uh, I felt like it was a pretty good show. Uh, I guess we'll leave our opinions there till the end, but uh, for today's special, we're just going to kind of go down the line on all the stuff that was announced today, uh, starting off with Redfall. It is a, it's a Bethesda game. Uh, we've seen it. I think did we see it for the first time last year, Marcus? I believe so. I know this. This is our second appearance. Uh, it's our second. Um, what is it? Uh, what is it? Showing gameplay. I believe mm-hmm. so. Yeah. If not, it has to be last year. Yeah. So uh, I, I thought I thought it looked pretty good. It's uh, another one of those uh, like Left 4 Dead style. Uh, now we have Back for Blood type games. I guess this time instead of centering around zombies, it's more around vampires. Uh, the class system looked pretty cool. That we have like a kinetic person, somebody that deals with uh, somebody that deals with like they they create little like little like an engineer type class. Uh, there was also a sniper. Uh, I I I I think from what I've seen, there's like four different characters, but I never. I don't know if I if they've said if it's uh if it if you run in squads of threes or squads of four. It looks like squads of four. Um, I didn't. I mean, obviously, there's four characters on that thing. You would think so, right? But it kind of, I don't want to. Yeah, want it to yeah. The only thing is, I think I saw the most I ever saw at one time was three different characters. I oh, never really? did see four, so I oh, don't. Sorry. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I ever saw more than three. I was paying attention there, more to the abilities and stuff because I'm a sucker for the ability with a weapon type thing going on there myself. Yeah, I'm a big uh, I'm a big fan of like the engineer class and those kinds of stuff, those kinds of things. Uh, so yeah, uh, I mean I'm excited for this game. Uh, did we get a date for it? Uh, next twelve months, right? Xbox did say, by the way, um, Xbox did say that. The previews and trailers and the gameplay we'll be watching our games. That will be 30 games coming to Game Pass and everything else coming in the next 12 months. So these are all things that we can be expecting between now and next summer of 2023. So super hyped to look forward to. But I'm not sure there was a release date. Is it? Did you find one? I'm looking around and I don't see anything. Yeah, well, it is, this 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 was one of the titles coming to Game Pass, right? It did say yeah. Game Pass. Yes. <laughs> Because we're, we're Rico and I were messaging the entire time, and I was just playing Game Pass, Game Pass, Game Pass. Because hey, <laughs> everything is coming to Game Pass. You know what I mean? So it's great to have Game Pass, especially in, in, in instances like this where we're getting a bunch of gameplay trailers and new trailers and stuff. And then you see that big Game Pass logo at the end. And for the most part, it was it like sixty percent of the stuff that they showcased was not even more. Maybe more was showcased for Game Pass. So that's exciting. Yeah. I think I see one, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, seven games out of everything we saw today are not Game Pass like exclusive, yeah. or they're not going to be on Game Pass as yeah, of right well, now. And that's a very low number compared to all the ones that are that are on Game Pass. So it's exciting. It's awesome. And I just kept saying, "Oh, you know, kind of whenever you're on a fence about a game, but it's like, oh, you have Game Pass. Hey, you know what?" You can just try it out, you know what I mean? You know, uh, guilt-free, so. Yeah, so I just looked it up, and it looks like Redfall is going to be four 
Four player co-op. Oh, okay. Four player co-op. Yeah. Uh, they did again touch on that. You can either, you're not forced to play co-op. You can play single mm. uh, alone or with a, with a team. But I mean, this is the kind of game you want to play with a squad, right? Yeah, for sure. Uh, right after that, like you mentioned, they did. That's I think right after Redfall was when they talked about everything we're seeing is you mentioned. Uh, I think right after that, they touched on the Hollow Knight, the new Hollow Knight game, which I'm not a Hollow Knight person, but I know you are. So yeah, uh, take it away. Well, for Hollow Knight Silk Song, we've actually been waiting. I've been waiting for information on this game for a long time. I was not expecting it for it to come on Xbox, and it blew my mind because. It was first announced in 2019, and strangely enough, it was announced on the Nintendo Direct at the time, whenever it had come out. I believe it was September of 2019. So the fact that now it kind of reared its head over on Xbox, which, uh, you know, the Hollow Knight, the base game is, um, first game anyways, I'm sorry, is available on all platforms. I was not expecting it on Xbox. I was expecting it on Nintendo because it came out the first time. So it was a welcome surprise. And it looked great. It looked awesome. It looked just like everything I'd imagined. You're playing as Needle in the sequel. If you're not familiar with her, uh, with her, she was the one who was helping. I'm sorry, not Needle, a uh, Hornet. Um, you're in the first one uh, when when you're playing as the Hollow Knight from Part One. So it's exciting. It's great. It looks super. Love combat looks amazing. Combat looks super fun. It is a Metroidvania styled game. So if you're not familiar with those, um, the universe is it is a 2D. It kind of connects and everything kind of unlocks. You know the entire map in this 2D. A platform, but Hollow Knight was known for its gameplay and its boss battles because it was rewarding and it was fun. So there was not a release date for this one, um, but again, next 12 months, it is coming straight to Game Pass. And I bought this game three times, played the game twice. I did put in about 55, 60 hours. I did do the boss boss rush mode on my Switch, um, downloaded the Void Hard Edition on Xbox, and bought the. There was a collector edition that came out on FanGamer.com. So I I I was super invested in Hollow Knight, loved everything about it. It's 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 an amazing game. If you haven't checked it out, you gotta try it. So yeah, I was I was pleasantly surprised by Silk Song, um, and again, it looked fantastic. It, you know, fa- a lot more fast paced, mind you, um, than Hollow Knight looked. That's because I thought Hollow Knight moved like you know nobody's business. So super excited, super can't wait. Next twelve months, that'll be one of the games I'll be playing day one for sure. So then we jumped into another console exclusive launch, which is from Squanch Games. Uh, it's called High on Life, a first-person shooter uh, from the co-creator of Solar Opposites and Rick and Morty. Uh, the most notable thing was that the guns kind of have personalities. Yeah, that was... Uh, which which seemed like kind of funny uh, and kind of gave it like this character that I don't think we really see in games. Uh, I mean, it's gonna be on Game Pass too, so I, I I'll give it a try, but nothing it too big like, for me on that one. Yeah, it seems like if you're a fan of Rick and Morty, it's something you want to try. I did recognize oh, Morty was the uh, the gun there in the first part of the trailer, right? Uh, the gun that's talking to you. I've only ever seen the first season, so I I suppose um, if if you are a fan, this is probably something you do want to get into and do want to give it a try. But that's it for me because. Um, if it's on Game Pass, you know, I'll probably get to it, see, see, keep it on my radar, see what's up with it. And then, uh, then, then with the next announcements, they kind of came out huge with the Xbox Game Pass subscribers are going to get extra bits for, well, first of all, 
uh, Xbox Game Pass is now partnering with Riot Games. And Riot Games will be available on Xbox Game Pass, uh, including League of Legends, League of Legends Wild Rift, Legends of Runeterra, Teamfight Tactics, and Valorant. And among those games, like in League of Legends, you're going to get all champions unlocked, uh, all agents unlocked for something like Valorant. Uh, for games that huge, to be partnering now with uh, Xbox is huge. And I, I mean, I think this is kind of one of the... I don't think everybody realizes like what a big deal this is and how much money Xbox probably spent to start this partnership. With League and Valorant alone, uh, especially like in the esports scene right now, those those two games are kind of like on top of the world. I personally don't delve into those games, but I know how huge they are. Uh, so I think that's a big, big move right there. Again, yeah, for, um, for Game Pass. I think it also works just because, in like my case, I, I mentioned before when it came to Arcane, you know, I I never played League of Legends. I you know I was I've always because of Arcane. I kind of wanted to get more into the lore. Not really sure where to start. <clears throat> I'm I'm not really sure more or less what the community is like. And again, I'm sure there's you know every single community does sort of have some, some sort of you know uh, crazy people on their end. But it's gonna be a good starting point. I am gonna give it a try at least at least a little bit. I do want to give each one a try just because you know Arcane. I I loved it. Um, and it's a welcoming sight to see that they're bringing all these things. Um, and there was even a card game to it that looked really cool um, from Riot Games. And again, like Rico said, it, it's a huge thing that Riot Games is partnering with Xbox. So that again, also that Valorant is super popular. League of Legends, obviously, LOL is just you know the epitome of back from 2000s of just esport gaming. So the fact that these are going to be available on Game Pass is it's a big deal and it's huge. Um, so something to look forward to. Uh, then we jump into a a Plague's Tale Requiem. Shout out to Rudy, which is uh, which is gonna be due out this uh, this year. Uh, also gonna be a day one Game Pass game. I never played the first one myself, but like Marcus mentioned, we do have a a really close friend that just raves on and on and on he's, about the game. He's and been trying to get me to play the it, one. man. Since you gotta play it because we had a, we had a deal. He would play Senua, which he never got to, and I would play I, I would play Plague's Tale. Strangely enough, I have I've had it downloaded. I have not played it, but they're making a part two, and it, it looked it did look good. It it was it did look real good, and and our our again shout out to Rudy, he swears by it that it was amazing. He says, Marcus, you'll love it, you'll love it. Give it a chance, give it a chance, and you know I don't blame him. You know seriously. <laughs> um. Then up next was uh Forza. Forza Motorsport. Forza Motorsport. Yeah. Uh, which is which is one that's going to be due out next year. Uh, but you know, just like any other Forza game they put out, you know, beautiful looking game. Uh, and they did show off a lot of the, uh, the time-lapse things that you can do within game, you know, driving in the morning, kind of switching the same area over to like afternoon, evening, uh, just phenomenal looking game. I'm not a, I'm not a racing guy myself, but. I've played, I know Marcus. Um, uh, Marcus dives into it a little bit every now and then. Yeah, I dabble uh, when it comes to the racing genre. Every so often, usually of the bigger ones. I played four, and I remember funny story, kind of little sidetrack where I was uh, making fun of a friend. Shout out to Jed. Uh, also, you were playing Cars Four because we were. We want, I wanted to play this game. I started talking smack about it. So I, I had picked up Forza, no joke, a day later, and 
I, I was made fun of because I went from talking smack about it to really enjoying it. So for I played Forza 4 and Forza 5 Horizon. And so I've never really dove into the motorsport. But again, like any games from Playground, you can expect, you know, the level of realism to be off the charts. And I know they do a, a damn good job in the racing genre. So I, I'm going to go ahead and, you know, give Playground games and Forza Motorsport. I've never played a motorsport game, but give them my backing just because I know that it's going to be a good one if 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 they you know, gave it their all, which I'm sure they did. Uh, so then up next was uh, Flight, Microsoft Flight Simulator. Um, it just seemed like it was a lot of uh, footage of maybe some new things we're going to see uh, featuring things like, like helicopters and stuff like that. And then at the end, they surprised us that they were going to get a Pelican from Halo. Uh, they did have a shot of it up in the atmosphere. Base. Uh, yeah, up in space, so maybe they're going to look at maybe exploring a little bit of space now or maybe in the future. That'd be cool. And I'm, but, I, uh, I was thinking more or less like, because obviously there's what, how many satellites do we have in orbit around the Earth, right? If to be able to kind of mm-hmm. go and take a, a simulator just like my, uh, a flight simulator and kind of go up there would be pretty intense. We downloaded it a while back, um, Rico and I. And I maybe played it for like a week just to kind of have fun with looking at it. But other than that, I never really, you know, dwelled into it myself. Yeah, uh, I think my interest in it, I mean, I feel like everybody's first thing is, okay, I'm gonna, I want to fly to my house. I want to see what my house looks like. So That's what uh, I did too. Trying, trying to fly over your house and then like other places you know, maybe, maybe uh, a friend's house or family's house or... Somebody you're not fond of, and you flick them off from your from your plane, <laughs> and then you who and knows? Then you crash. <laughs> yeah, fall <laughs> out because we don't know what the hell we were doing. <laughs> but it's a uh, it's interesting. It's fun to mess around here and there and kind of just explore. Yeah. Uh, and then I think up next was a a big surprise for me. I was hoping I we would see a little something, but this one kind of just floored me with uh, Overwatch Two. Got the whole cake. Yeah, Overwatch Two. Um, just, wow. I, I, I don't know if you were expecting to see anything, anything here for Overwatch. I know that in a couple of days we're supposed to have, uh, on the 16th, we're supposed to have, uh, Overwatch an Overwatch two centered little event of where they're going to like officially <laughs> unveil. But today we did get the, we got a new character. We got a tease possibly for a character. Uh, and then we got a release day, free to play. Uh, there was also new modes. Uh, or I don't know if they said it in the trailer, but I I did follow up on the on Overwatch's uh Twitter, and in one of their tweets, they did say new modes. And I also picked up on the on the in the trailer at some point they show they show uh characters. I don't know if you caught it looking at their guns, like a weapon inspect. Like you see Lucio kind of looking at his at his gun and you see Doomfist looking at his at his fist. Typically. In games where you have things like that, a weapon inspect, a little little thing that means that guns are customizable. So I wonder if uh, maybe we're going to get customizable guns, either skins or you'll be able to like drops of some sort and now with the game going free to play 
it would make sense that if we're going to get something towards uh, a battle pass, you know, maybe that'll be some of the things that'll be included in the battle pass weapon skin. Uh, but yeah, I mean, what, what were the big things that stuck, stuck out to you? Was, did this shock you as much as it shocked me? Uh, and and in retrospect, that's because Rico was saying, uh, we were again, we were messaging right before and he said, oh, he can't get, gave this list of games. And I, and in my mind, I was checking off some, I was like, no, I don't think, uh, uh, all announced during, um, was obviously the Overwatch event. Oh, Diablo, I'm thinking of a, uh, they still a Blizzard event, but obviously since they pair with Xbox, I was like, well, you know, kind of just throwing here things in here. So when they announced Overwatch 2, I said, I said, oh my God, I even I said, oh my God, it's Overwatch, you know what I mean? And I was just a surprise because I was not expecting anything Overwatch until we had our Overwatch event. And that's why, you know, it didn't even occur to me. I was like, oh, you know, Overwatch events coming up. I wasn't expecting anything. So when it got something, it was awesome. And then I thought, oh, it's just going to be a, you know, uh, a release day. And I, so I got even more excited. Then they showed off the Junker Queen, which was also awesome. And then the Fox Spirit, whether it might be a tease for a new character or not. Um, but I was floored. It was great. I was laughing and having a good time with it. And then we had the cinematic and they even gave us another little tease. More to be said and stuff like that, you know. So October 4th, and we already have our buddies also gearing up and uh for the early access and I, obviously me and rick will be playing that game uh for its entire lifetime i'm sure <laughs> so mm-hmm. so it's exciting to watch <laughs> that was that was a fun one that that was that was a fun surprise my second fun surprise from the xbox show the first one being silk song so good it's good to see man for real yeah and uh just a little bit of background we have we have had uh the junker queen uh talked about uh, during the life cycle of Overwatch 1 for a long time and uh, rumored that she would be coming out. Uh, I think when we got the cinematic for some of the characters, Roadhog and Jun- uh, Junkrat, uh, we did see that she is a bit of a character, kind of like the the ruler of Junkertown where Roadhog and Junkrat are exiled from. And it was always talked about that, oh, she needs to be a character, she needs to be a character. I think we even got as far as some people leaked or put out like some concepts that they had found either through sort through different sources or whatever. And it actually seems like some of the stuff that people talked about her having are actually is, is what she, what's in her kit. Uh, I'm not sure exactly how like those staffs or whatever it is she has works. And then she kind of has like a shotgun ish type thing in one hand. Uh, I'm sure we'll get a better look on that, better look uh, of those on the 16th, which falls on what, Thursday? Yes. Yes, yes. Thursday. Uh, and then in, uh, we both mentioned a tease of another character. One of the other characters that we've uh, been teased about over the years for Overwatch was uh, a girl that has to do with one of the maps. I think it's Kanazaka. It's one of the the maps that you can play when you're either playing solos, uh, free for all, or you can do it while you can also uh, play that map when you're in queue and you're just uh, what what is it called when you run the queue games or solo ones? Like what you think arcade games or what do you mean? Or like you know when you queue up for a game and you you just go in like to play oh, like free for all, like skirmishes or uh, yeah, like a that. skirmish. There we go. Perfect. That's the word skirmish. Uh, you can also play it with skirmish, and some of the lore behind that is, uh, I'm not sure who the weapon maker is. I don't know if it's supposed to be Torbjorn. Uh, 
but there there are some voice lines and stuff like that that have always hinted at a at a character that was a female that has like a either a pet fox or a fox spirit with uh her primary gun or weapon being like a shuriken a giant shuriken uh so that was another thing that we've always like wanted like another character you know games like overwatch the characters and you know play styles are so great like we've talked about before uh so us seeing that little fox like says like oh my god is is she finally happening I think that's all we got to see. I went back and looked at it. Yeah, I looked at the team composition and, there in that in that little still also. And um, I don't, who did who did you see the four I saw, or did you see something else? Is that what you're talking about? That no, I'm I, yeah. I just I just saw I saw the fox running, and then I saw like four characters that would not have been her. I see Zarya, Anna, Hanzo, and Genji. And then there's also on the right side. There's also, yes, there's also like a green on them. I'm not sure if that's like overhealth, the overhealth thing, or if that is a, or if that is a, maybe Lucio is further behind, possibly, because this, this will be fives, so we're missing one, unless, well, that map, un, uh, unless, unless she is the, unless she's also a healer, where she's providing some kind of, of heals to them now it has been we did get a new uh dps we also got a new tank it was confirmed today that junker queen will be a tank so maybe she's the fifth character and she's the healer mm -hmm. since we do have the two dps we have anna we have zar well, it's zarya right out in front that was in what map was that in that still wasn't kanazaka right kanazaka which is the map that where her lore kind of comes around. But that's a team, now, that's possibly, a team death match map, right? It's not a a, a 5v5 comp, a composition map. No, it's a it's a free-for-all map. Yeah. yeah, free for all map. So well, so yeah, it, it's, so it can it, just it, about anybody, right? There can either be people in there not in the frame also. Um in that case. That's the way I'm thinking about it, you know. But anyways. Yeah, so I mean she could pot I, I would think that this would mean that she's probably gonna be a, a support player. Or a support character. Um, the other thing, uh, maybe this is like if if they're not going to give this character to us soon, I was also thinking I don't wanna like not that it's being negative, but this could also possibly be just just because Marcus mentioned that this is not a a map that we have thus far uh for for like the big 5v5 uh push uh what are the other game modes uh control push and control, control uh, and push is that sort of thing and what is it yeah and then of course it's not going to be a it's not going to be a uh payload map either so the other thing i was thinking is maybe this is possibly uh a mission pve mission with uh with four characters because i think we do that's the standard for our pve missions right yeah, four, four characters. characters and usually in the team deathmatch not usually but there are some in the team deathmatch realms and stuff okay so maybe, maybe this is a team deathmatch game yeah because uh and maybe maybe this is uh like kind of an indirect introduction to her because uh it in the in the pve content that we get in the game 
what is uh it's not Havana, is it? The one where, where we meet Sojourn, where we met Sojourn for- We met Sojourn and um it's the one it's the one with with the it's a Genji level, man, the one with the rain. Um uh it's not is it Havana? Where you put it's it's, it it's more be. you push the payload, you go through the factory, you go out the other way, you're on like a bridge thing, and then you go and take a castle and um it's that one. It's not coming yeah. to me, man, but it's it's the one. Storm Rising. Is it Storm it's Rising? Storm Rising's what yes. Yeah, that's where the map takes place in Storm Rising. Whatever that map that whatever that map that is. I'm pretty sure it's that one. Yeah, it's Storm Rising and it I, I don't think it I don't think that one is Havana, but uh it's one of the archives missions. It ta- it's a PvE challenge. Uh there's different challenge missions and stuff like that. And that was the first time that we got introduced to Sojourn. So maybe worst case scenario, we're gonna be doing some kind of missions here. And maybe the fox, because that fox shuriken character's lore is based on this map or based in this map, maybe she'll be like our guide and it'll be something that we'll have a little bit further down the line. Uh, You know, that's not what I'm hoping for. What I'm hoping for is that we're going to get her possibly next beta or the beta that comes out after. I would want her sooner. I'm sure we'll get more information on um, Overwatch's event coming up. So. so I'm, obviously we're, we're going to be on that too and, and giving you our thoughts on that whenever it drops. So uh, so then the last two things would be uh, free to play and October 4th, early access. Thoughts on that? Oh yeah, we'll be on it day one. <laughs> day one. But uh, in, in terms of that date, were, were you expecting that? Actually, yes, I was. When, uh, and the only reason being is because when the beta was announced, uh, when the original Overwatch beta was announced, and I told it, I, I can't tell you the date, but I do remember counting from between when the beta came out and the date it was set, uh, the date it was released. It was, it wasn't even that much. I want to say it was five to seven months, somewhere in, somewhere between that realm that we went from the beta to the actual game. So we got the beta in what April was it? Was it April? So mm-hmm. May, so. May, June, July, August, September, October. That fits which in, which, with, within that five, seven months uh, realm, right in the middle of that. So I was expecting an October, November release date, to be honest with you. And just because I went back and checked, you know, when the, when the first Overwatch beta came out for part one, between when it came out and its release date, and it was a five, seven months. I'm more than sure that's what it was. So I was expecting that release date, more or less. When it was going to be announced. Okay. Honestly, it was a surprise to me. Uh, I felt that this game was probably going to be pushed to the last, the either November, December, maybe even. Uh, I was already fully like in doomsday mode and uh, expecting it to be pushed maybe even to the first quarter of next year, just because we still, there's still, there's still so much we haven't seen in terms of, uh, different character reworks uh we still even though we got the first beta we still didn't have uh we still didn't have uh the sound stuff updated we didn't have the new looks updated we didn't have comp mode uh there still has been no talk whatsoever about uh skin transfer we still haven't talked about um what do you call it? Cross save, cross play. Uh, there, there's just so many things, and then that's that's 
that's not not counting half the game, which is uh, the PVE content. We haven't really experienced anything. I'm guessing since we got this announcement today, they're going to go heavily into PVE on Thursday. But honestly, this was a surprise to me. I was not expecting it to be in October. Yeah, I w- actually went back I'm and excited. checked. And, um, and the only reason I checked was because when the beta came out, when we were playing the beta in April, um, I had just want, I was curious as to what it was. And just in case, it was October 27th of 2015 when Overwatch, uh, the beta came out. And it was a seven-month seven month, um, rollover between the beta and the actual game. So, yeah, this one's six months compared to seven months. So, yeah, it's it's, a right, it's a right around the same thing. So, But, yeah, when Overwatch drops, we still have the event coming and the announcements coming. And I was about to say the same thing about PvE. It seems like, uh, and I wouldn't put it past them, uh, and this is, again, my opinion. Um, to see that we just go straight PvP, even when October rolls around, and then they roll out the PvE stuff either a little later. I would hope not, uh, but that is worst case scenario, just because the PvP stuff is already, you know, rolling and it's rolling, you know, real nice. So um, that's what I think, anyways. But hopefully, I'm wrong on that regard. Yeah. What do you think about them officially going free to play? I think it's awesome, just because I'm not gonna, you know, I don't want. I, how do I say it? I don't want anybody to have an excuse not to play with us. <laughs> it's free, Rico. They better be able to play with us if we want more people to play with us. Um, and also, you know, when the, and Rico mentioned battle passes, they were just kind of, you know, just because we play the game a lot, anything that's going to benefit Overwatch as a whole, I'm always up for. And, you know, just because we are going to be playing that game hands down for its life cycle, um, just like we did in Overwatch 1. So I'm all for it. Anything that's going to know be good for the game yeah i think i think uh generally speaking like that's pretty much the standard nowadays for any games that are go free to play you're gonna expect some sort of battle pass in there now like with like i mentioned like with the weapon and spec kind of hinting to me towards like skins and stuff like that i never really mind battle passes if the content within them is uh isn't something that's going to affect gameplay as long as it's like cosmetics and stuff like that like i really don't have any complaints uh the next thing uh that's going to be a big question probably from most of the overwatch community is going to be well what kind of what kind of payment or monetary things are we going to have to dish out for a battle pass is it going to be once one battle pass per season uh is it going to be a battle pass for every two seasons, three seasons, uh, once a quarter? Uh, because like, uh, and then how much are we going to have to dish out for something like that? If it's in fact going to be like a paid battle pass where you have, it seems like nowadays you see a lot where it's like, okay, you can either have the free battle pass where you'll unlock something like every three to five levels, or you have the paid battle pass. Uh, where you get something every level. Are you familiar with things like that? Like those kind of battle passes and of, the differences? Um, I'm thinking of Pokemon Unite um, more so. Yeah, that would be one of the recent ones. Yeah, uh, more so than anything else. But yeah, uh, if it's anything like that, and I know a lot of these um, these type of models, the game does, and hopefully it's friendly in this regard, where the more you play, you necessarily don't have to really buy a battle pass. And I know even there you accumulate what like, credits or and you can actually purchase a battle pass using those credits and i forgot what game that was um 
but I would like for it to reward you with Call of Duty. I think that, is that, that who that, who does that? Yeah, to kind of reward you with hey, the more you play, we're gonna hook you up. You know what I mean? To where mm-hmm. we don't have to really dish out our own money because we play a lot. You know what I mean? So I hope yeah. it goes that and, route. If, if it does, and I think for the hardcore players, like it's it's gonna be it's not gonna be like an issue. Yeah, uh, especially here at the beginning. I think once we get a little bit further along into the game's life cycle, you know, like you, for example, say you become extremely busy at some point and you're not able to level up the battle pass all the way. And there's like a super exclusive diva skin at the very end of the battle pass. And you only have two days to gain like 13 levels, which is going to be like a ridiculous amount of overwatch to play over the course of two days. Are you going to, is that going to force you to like, Damn, am I really gonna spend twenty bucks for this diva skin? I mean, and I know the answer to that. I know the answer to that. But, but, uh, hey man, I mean, if if I'm gonna put in two days of Overwatch to to acquire the skin, and it's early cycle, I we've done it. You know, like we've played games, man, where we went up and uh, in a days in a night's worth where we played. I want to say it was maybe about and what maybe about four or five levels, and I don't, I don't know if I'm being generous or not. Where we just kept playing and playing and playing and playing. Um, but if worse came to worse, I would, and you know I would, especially if it was a character that I really, really liked, of course. Yeah, and like I say, I, I don't think it's going to be issue, especially early on and with the hardcore players, because we just play and play and play and play and play. Uh, especially with something like PvE coming around too, if that if you know it's shared experience over the different uh, modes, PvP and PvE. I know I could. Pl- I'm gonna be able to play a lot of PVE to pretty much get whatever I want. Yeah. Uh, it, I don't think it'll be an issue till later on when the people start to, depending on how how quick they are to kind of like change the game, change metas, new characters, uh, patches, all that kind of stuff. People play other things and move on. Kind of, kind of come back to it. Yeah. So. Yeah, it'll be more something to kind of go back and reinvestigate at that point. Yeah. But uh, as for now, I mean. I'm excited that we're not just kind of like staring into like into like a bl- like blind space and we have a date. We have a date like to look forward to. Yeah. So I'm pumped. No, likewise. And I know um, Overwatch 2 was a limbo for a lot of last year. So the fact that it's finally making headway, awesome. And we're excited. All right. So uh, since we, I mean, we gave just our little opinion on Overwatch 2. So I guess we have to move on now. <laughs> we're going to talk about it again right, in the future. You bet, you bet. You, we promise. No worries. Yeah, we'll be back on Thursday, I'm sure. <laughs> Another three hours. Uh, but uh, Aura History Untold was the new game, a new historical grand strategy game from Oxide Games. I'm not familiar with this at all. I, I don't know anything about this game. It looked... Uh, when I first saw it, I w- I was think I got vibes of like uh, what are those those uh yeah like Civ. Civ. I th- that's what I thought initially. Yeah, me too. Like a that's, Civ that's type what I, game. That's what I had thought. I know we have a couple of friends of ours who kind of are into that the civilization scene, uh, but I myself haven't really dabbled in that, so I couldn't give you a good opinion on that. Yeah, I mean the only thing I would say is I mean if it's gonna be that type of game, you know, right on, man. Uh, put on put put out di- di- different kind of games for everybody you know yeah game pass yeah it'll be out uh, day one game pass for pc okay on windows pc yeah what i'm saying 
Uh, so then next up was the Elder Scrolls Online expansion High Isle, which will be duo, which will be out later this month. Uh, again, Elder Scrolls Online just continues to pump out content for all the people that are super into that world and that that game. Right on. Yeah, no, that's fine. I played I I played it early on, and we played a little bit later, but we never really got too into it. I guess probably because we didn't have like a a big crew. If we did, probably because I remember playing by myself, and I remember just enjoying it a lot, a lot. Uh, but again, just because probably didn't have a big group or or whatever, it, you know, just kind of didn't head off for us. But hey, man, right on for everybody else who who still kept up, man, with the high aisle, you know, and the fact that when when a game supports its game just like like that, it, you know, it's 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 rewarding for sure. Uh, and then Bethesda came up again with uh, Fallout seventy six. They are putting out something called the Pit. Uh, it's going to be a DLC. It looked like, uh, to me, not like a zombies or horde. If you're for, more familiar with uh, the Gears of War series, it looked like something like that, where you're like kind of going through some underground caverns and just killing. I, I'm not familiar with the Fallout series, but whatever the enemies in this game are. I've only ever played part three, and I got I forgot, I forgot the bad. I forgot the bad ending. Fallout 76, I know had a rough launch, but again, if they're supporting it the way they are, um, that's awesome. And the fact that they're bringing in a classic Fallout 3 location is pretty badass, if you ask me. And again, that's the only one I played with Fallout 3. And um, I remember it being slow. I don't have I don't have a lot of I couldn't give you a lot of information on Fallout either. Just be, and I don't want to base off that one you know 40 hour, 50 hour um, playthrough that I had just because it was a long time ago and I really don't remember. Um, but Again, any support's good support. For sure. And then uh, Forza, Forza Horizon 5 uh, Hot Wheels expansion trailer. Yeah, oh yeah. And, and, and it's funny because in, in Forza Horizon 4, uh, we got, what was it? Was it Hot Wheels also? I know Forza are always doing, I think so. yeah, they're always doing some kind of crazy DLCs, you know, and to keep, to keep the players fresh and coming out. Um, and I got halfway through Forza Five. I never, I never actually got through the entire, well, not, you know, through the entire thing or most of it. Uh, but I did play a good chunk. They put in a few good, uh, good hours, and it's, it's a very easy game just to pick up and just race and keep playing. Um, so the Hot Wheels looked fun, especially when you're dealing with, you know, what is it, physics? The way you kind of go around those loops and stuff like that. And the trailer looked awesome. So I was just more upset that you know, playground, playground games is just teasing me at this point and you know but that's another subject i'm not gonna get into that <laughs> fable um uh, yeah i didn't hear anything you all <laughs> uh but up next is uh the only thing that matters is family the the dinosaur edition <laughs> arc, arc two and, and i looked up and i said what's it what the i was like is that Vin diesel and, and rico's in the like family and i i just can't go to the fact that he grunts and every time he grunts it sounds the exact same <laughs> across every single Vin Diesel movie so that was that looked that looked tripped out and you know i i would have preferred a uh uh was a riddick game with Vin Diesel. <laughs> But instead, we got family. What did you say? Prehistoric edition. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> They're riding horses instead of cars. Uh, I mean, uh, dinosaurs instead of cars. Yeah. Jokes aside, I have heard a lot about Ark. Like, I have heard a lot of people talk about it being like a an enjoyable game. I've just never 
like given it a fair shot or or even tried it at all to be honest neither have i but again it, it's coming out in game pass and you know at least twice a year rico and i will go through the entire game pass catalog download a, a slew of new games and, and we've done we did it this past year and just download 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 and see which one hits so i wouldn't put it past us to you know when this game does come out on game pass to maybe give it a dabble just just because and see what it's like you know what i mean so another another game pass title that they go on with next is scorn which is a very creepy eerie looking game I think we have seen this one a little bit before, but not much. Yeah, this game looks tripped out. Uh, it looks graphic as hell, and it looked different. And I know first person, oh, how, how, how different can first person actually be? But different in the sense that everything is an organ, skin, bone, bloody. You know, you're pulling things out of here. Like, it looked, it looked tripped out. And... It's on, it's coming out on Game Pass, and that's actually one that I'm going to that was that came on my radar. Uh, seeing what it, I'm gonna I'm actually gonna check it out and see what it's like, but just because I want to see what these environments look like, I want to play through them and kind of really get a feel of what the hell these creators were you know thinking when they made this game. So that one's on my radar for sure. Yeah. Uh, when the character is in like the ship area or whatever, or I mean, I assume it's a ship, maybe it's a building or whatever. It gives me vibes of... Have you ever seen the Prometheus movie? Yes, I have. Prometheus. It gives me vibes of like that where like you just... It's just weird looking. Uh, it's very gory. The color palette is very like like gloomy, dark. So, I mean, I'm, I'm very interested Other, in checking yeah, that out. And again, sure. uh, Game Pass gives you no excuse not to try it. Yeah. Uh, so then up next, we got uh, Flintlock. The Siege of Dawn, which is due out early 2023. Uh, another one that's going to be Game Pass Day 1. Yeah, that one's on my radar also. Um, just because what third-person action RPG have abilities. Um, it, honestly, it gave me some uh, Assassin's Creed vibes, you know, or latest Assassin's Creed vibes. Uh, it looked trippy and looked fun. Um, the combat looked intense. The action looked packed. Um, so. Again, Game Pass Day 1. Uh, that's probably another one that I'm going to be putting up there and checking out. I'm not sure what you're talking about. Yeah, it looks where. interesting. No, I mean, it, just another another game that, I mean, a couple things stood out to me. More like the, I like to, for some reason, whenever there's a game where the your character has like some kind of little pet or something like i'm always like yes yeah, this one had I, lo I love having the little the pets. cute little creature too so, man it, it actually looked real good on those on that on that uh respect yeah so you see uh you see her like uh interacting with it and uh it kind of supports you in combat and stuff like that uh like you mentioned the combat looks pretty cool like there's different going to be different abilities different ways to play uh so another one like you like you touched on that I'll be checking out when it comes out. Mm -hmm. uh, the next one, which was kind of also a big shocker to me, uh, had no idea that anything like this was in the works, was Minecraft Legends. That's huge, just uh, in general, because Minecraft is a, is a big, big phenomenon that took over the world. I, I mean, the biggest game. Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't think anything else is as big as Minecraft. And honestly, dude, uh, I never played Minecraft, and I was... 
intrigued. I was like, wow, this looks pretty intense, you know, and uh, I don't know, I don't know any of the lingo or any of the words, but in, in my, I saw the dark portal and I'm referencing Warcraft here, a dark portal come out and then just these uh, creatures come out and look intense and your guy was riding horses. They took what looks like just the giant MMO type things, you know, put it on Minecraft and just rolled with it. And the fact that you can still, they kept that Minecraft formula. You saw when they were building, going and creating these new projects as you're kind of dealing with these things. I think that's huge and that's major. And again, I'm not, I've never played Minecraft, you know, but for anybody who does out there, it it looked like one hell of a of an announcement trailer, man. It really did. Yeah, and of course, you. Uh, this won't be the first time that we get something different in the Minecraft realm. Uh, they did come out, uh, was it two years ago, with uh, Minecraft Dungeons, which I actually tried out, and I thought it was a lot of fun. Just uh, their own version of like a little dungeon crawler where you uh, pick your, your weapon and you kind of specialize, like you're either going to play with a sword or with a bow or with uh i think you can you can be like a wizard type character uh you can use a uh fishing rod uh and i did play i did uh dive back dive into minecraft a while back and you know it's been out for uh what like it's been a long time already that minecraft the base game has been out so i've gone through different stints like two or three times where i go and play that i did dive into um that last game, the Dungeons game, uh, I didn't go into, I didn't go back and try Minecraft story mode, or I've never actually finished the game, like where you fight the dragon. Mm. Uh, but then, you know, here's a uh, same universe, different genre of game. Like you said, it kind of gives you those vibes of uh, Warcraft, and then they say they say there at the end that it's like a strategy game, so that has to be like what it is. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty sure it'll just, uh, bring a lot more people into the Minecraft universe, introduce some of the people that are already invested in the Minecraft universe into a different style of game. Uh, so, I mean, I was pleasantly surprised as well. Uh, up next was Lightyear Frontier. Yeah. Which at first, like with the mechs, I was like, oh my God, is this Outer Worlds? And then... As I watch more and more, I'm like, okay, this is not Outer Worlds. This looks more like some kind of farming game. I saw Mech, and I remember telling Rico a while back, uh, I was like, I want a new Mech Assault game. And for those of you not familiar with Mech Assault, it was legit. It came out on the OG Xbox, and you were in this Mech. There was four or five different type of uh, Mech suits that you kind of got into, and you obviously followed the mission but played in a giant Mech suit. And... I was like, oh, look, it's a mech assault game or some sort, right, with a different skin. And then all of a sudden they start doing the, the exploring and then they start farming and they started building farms. And I was like, okay, maybe it's not a mech assault game. So um, I'm not sure I'm going to be checking this out. Just I'm not big on uh, just, you know, those farming games and those where you have to kind of build things and stuff like that. Um, so I, I couldn't really give you a, a, a definitive opinion on this one. Yeah, I know there's a some people I saw compared it to like uh, Stardew Valley. I don't know if you're familiar with that game. It's a little, it's you know you harvest, you farm, you get uh, resources and stuff like that. Uh, I've never played that game, but I know it's very popular. Uh, one that I'm a little bit more familiar with is one that was called Slime Rancher that came out, and the reason I know that game is because my nephew actually 
when he was uh, around me a little bit more, he loved that game. And uh, I would play that game with him. So I think if I'm going to play this game, it's probably going to be with my nephew. Uh, and since it is on Game Pass, you know, we'll, we'll be playing it together, I'm sure. Uh, up next was one that surprised me again was uh, Gunfire Reborn. That would look like a lot of fun. Which I think they said uh, October? Yeah, 20, yeah, yeah, October. October. Yeah, is is that one already out? I I I thought I saw that it was like on Steam or something, or it was on something else, or or my or my thing on something else. Uh, let me let me check. Yeah, because that one it might it might it might just be coming to Xbox. Maybe it is already out. Oh, okay, yeah, one, yeah, I think yeah, I do see it on Steam. Buy Gunfire Reborn on Steam. Yeah, the, yeah, the so it's just coming are, to uh, Xbox, I guess. The reviews seem very popular. Um, and I, I never heard of it. This is the first time I've heard about it. Uh, but immediately again, Rico and I were talking about it, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like the characters look intense, and it looked fun. It looked fun with the abilities and and what they were capable of. But just the but the assortment of characters. I think I saw there was a cat. Uh, what there was a uh, what else was it? Um, I can't, with this purple purple other looking feline. Like a like a like a bear, yeah, a, a bear, bear, a cat. And, and it was just something that peaked a bird because the and there was like a mouse or something. I don't know. <laughs> it looked like a lot of fun. And if it, it's on Game Pass. And if, I, I'm going to be checking that one out. Hopefully, you know, I think I think we're, we, we'll, we'll be able to get a couple of friends and kind of see more more or less what it's like. It, they're calling it a roguelike game. I'm not sure exactly um, what type of game, game it is. Does it say um, play solo or cooperatively up to three players and highly replayable romp through gorgeous environments? So it's not something, yeah. If it's a multiplayer game, I'm sure we'll be able to at least give it a shot, give it a try. And again, the fact that it's coming to Game Pass, we'll probably be checking it out. At least I would. I don't know if anybody else is uh, going to be checking it out. Yeah, I will for sure too. Right away, like you mentioned, the ca- the characters, the models, and uh, the art style being uh, very like Sea of Thieves-like mm. uh, kind of caught my eye right away. And I mean, I'm definitely going to give it a try for, for uh, four-player co-op. Uh, sign me up. Yeah, and it says rogue. They're calling it a roguelite. Um, I I know roguelike. I'm not sure if roguelike or roguelite is um, the same thing. Uh, but if it's a roguelike subgenre, those are the ones kind of like Hades, where you go, you perma death, and you have to restart with all your abilities. But they're calling this a roguelite game. So I'm not sure if there's a difference or what. Um, but we'll see. But yeah, so that's definitely something something I'll be checking out for sure. That was also on my radar. Yeah, so um, we were on As Dusk Falls. I have really nothing to say about As Dusk Falls, but as far as Naraka is concerned, um, it looked fun. I it, It's a BR. It's a 60-person BR, if I remember correctly. Uh, we had a friend, Omar, who did put in, the, in our group chat that we have, and it kind of piqued his interest, too. And he's one of those... Um, and I've kind of figured out, right, where it's a BR game. He's going to try it out regardless. I, he, he he does enjoy that BR genre. In my case, um, what is it? Third-person action, weapon, dual blades, going at it with abilities type stuff is kind of up my my realm. So I guess in that, they're kind of combining the two things. And it, it seems like a lot of fun. I'm going to be checking it out. It's going to be on Xbox Game Pass also. Um it's already out on Steam. Uh, again, I know nothing about it. I'm not really sure what it's like, just aside from the fact that it's a BR. Uh, so that is something I'm going to be trying it at least, and I'm sure I'll be I'll be having you know somebody else to be trying it out with. So and it is crossplay confirmed, and there is a campaign mode. So something to definitely to 
uh, check out. So I will be checking that one out myself. I'm not sure how you feel about it. Uh, I mean, uh, I'm I'm not too big on the BR game mode anymore, or or you know style games. But uh, being that this one does seem unique, that it's like uh, more melee oriented and stuff like that with swords and those kinds of things, I'll, I'll give it a go. Yeah, uh, just again, game as pass. well. Yeah, and then but since I have other other friends like interested in it too, depending on uh, if we can play together or maybe it's all just solos. I mean, we'll see. I'll I'll, I'll give it a go for. Yeah, and this is going to be next week, so uh, not this coming week, but the following week on Thursday. So this one's going to come quick. So then, uh, the next two up were Obsidian's Pentiment, Pentiment, which mm-hmm. is due out November two. Uh, November of this year, 2022, and then uh, they're officially launching uh, Grounded. It's coming out of its uh, game preview. Uh, any thoughts on those two? Uh, I haven't tried either. Or Pentinent, that didn't seem like anything I would uh, kind of get into. And I'm going to be honest, I think the uh, art style kind of, and it's, strange, and it's stripped out because I, usually, I, I love indie games and I like stuff like that. I always give it a, like, I'll always give it an open try. But I didn't really like the art style on this one. I think either whether because the guy looked too real or I guess either that because he was ugly or something. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Um, but it's just, um, I I'm, I don't know. It's something that it didn't quite catch my eye for Pentinent. For Grounded, I know you've tried it. I've never tried it. Um, and that's one I think you had mentioned a long while back when it was first being in the game preview. and something that you wanted to try. So I never got around to it. So um, I'm not sure what your thoughts on these are. Yeah, for Pension and actually the art, to me, the uniqueness of it actually is what drew me in a little bit more. Uh, and I thought actually was was pretty cool the way they transitioned like it to be like panels in a book. And the game looks exactly like it's drawn uh, in a book. Like it, look, it looks like a, like, a, like a children's book. So I thought that looked pretty cool. The only thing is I'm not too big a fan of games where you don't do much other than select a or b visual novels it, man they're amazing <laughs> yeah if it was if it was a little more action or where i felt like i was in control of my character and doing a little bit more i would definitely check this game out but uh maybe maybe on one of those uh dry spells where you know there's not much out i'll definitely i might uh give this game a shot that's uh, what i'm saying like i, I love visual novels and like this is again it looks like a visual novel it's a narrative it's a story and i wasn't drawn to it so i don't know but we'll see we'll see we never know uh, i don't want obviously maybe it'll blow our minds the reviews might be awesome people might be talking about it so we don't know yeah um, to me but, to me the re- they make these games and there's a hell of the reason they make games like this is because there's a hell of a story behind it. yeah so, usually so to me like it's going to be one of those great amazing games that people are going to be talking about but that's just not my kind of game. Yeah. Uh, so I guess depending on what comes out about it, I'll have to give it a shot or not. Uh, then in terms of grounded uh, survival, survival type game with a different spin that you're shrunken and you're in your backyard and going up against things like bugs, rats, mantises, spiders. Uh, and you kind of are just uh, messing with things like batteries, uh, 
you you are jumping around on blades of grass you know just a complete different spin and uh setting for a survival type game i i did try it out when it first came out uh and i'm gonna be, be completely honest it was my first survival type game so i was very lost but uh i'd be willing to give it a go now that it's out and if we're gonna get a, a little group together to try it out i'm i'm down to give it another go uh next thing which i think you mentioned you were interested in was araban shadow legacy yeah um and the only reason being is because i, I don't know why i got legacy of kane vibes and i guess because she kind of looks like um uh kane from the uh soul the soul reaver games um Ezreal? So, yeah and it looked cool uh it again it reminded me of of those that particular genre that game and the art style kind of it looks nice and it looked it looks it looked cool and again it's coming out Razio is his name Razio okay yeah well you actually yeah, you good you knew what I was talking about right the legacy of Kane Shadow Reaver yeah. um but yeah that it reminded me of that and again either it's nostalgia but no the gameplay looked great um that's gonna be on my radar hopefully again um it holds up and we'll see we'll, we'll see what else comes out about it as far as Shadow Legacy is concerned. So the next one up for me, which was, to me, honestly, was probably, even though Overwatch was probably my most exciting thing with this, uh, with this announcement, to me, the best looking thing was Diablo 4. Uh, they started off with showing us a little cinematic, like, I, I guess a cinematic of, uh, I guess they're officially adding in a ne- the Necromancer. The Necromancer has been in past games. But I think it was always kind of like added a little bit later. So I think here that they're adding it, I think officially to the base, to the base characters, I think totaling now five. Because I think we typically get what the monk, the barbarian, the uh, witch doctor. Yeah, wizard. Is yeah, wizard? some kind of, some kind of, is it the wizard? Is it called the wizard? I'm not sure. Well, anyways, we we were showed that the Necromancer now is confirmed to be a, a launch class for Diablo 4. Uh, and then we got a good bit of uh, gameplay. Uh, for this one, they did mention, or just uh, right off the bat, by the looks of it, uh, you can tell that it has a, a darker vibe. Uh, the graphics I thought looked super sharp, super nice. Uh, seems to be going back to lo- towards like that uh, horror. I think they had already kind of talked about that and hinted at at that kind of vibe when we saw the initial trailer. What two, three years ago? It was yeah. that same the same year that we got the the Shadowlands and the announcement for Overwatch two. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they uh they showed that we're gonna get uh, different areas. I think they're called strongholds, where we have to like clear them, and then they're gonna become like uh, they could be they could become things like towns. I think they said uh, clearing strongholds might also unlock dungeons. Uh, they did talk about there's gonna be a new concept. Uh, I think that's new to this game, but uh, it's in some other games called local events, which kind of made me think of like. Uh, like public events in Destiny, Marcus? Is that kind of the vibe you got too? 
And so I was, gonna, I was actually going to mention that. Um, as far as the local events, it was something that was uh, not, it wasn't, what do they call it? Not a requirement. It was optional if you want to do it or not, um, just like in Destiny where you kind of do them and stuff like that. So, uh, but overall, it looked awesome. And I was telling Rico, like, this is a pre-order. This is a day one buy. This is something I'm going to be getting into. The Necromancer class looked intense. Uh, that's the one I used in Diablo 3. Um, I don't know. It's going to be good. And it looked amazing. It looked, the, the, the vibes looked dark. The themes looked um, gritty and, and the gory. And it was a hell of a sight, considering that I know when they first showed it off, um, all we got was the cinematic, I think. So it looks like it's come a long way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, the other things that they mentioned are something they they mentioned that we're going to be in a shared world. I'm not sure if that's going to be like a, something again, like Destiny, where you kind of are just running into random people when you're running around. But uh, something that seemed pretty cool was the concept of world bosses, bosses that are that just spawn, which I don't know if they're going to be like special local events, but it seemed like. Like, it's going to be a pretty big undertaking. I think they mentioned that it's going to take, like, a good group of people to be able to defeat these world bosses. So I'm excited for something like that. Uh, they confirmed that we're going to have uh, cross-play uh, from console to PC. Uh, there's also going to be specialized PvP zones. Uh, they talked about... They mentioned something about if you are recognized by the game to be a good pvp character they're going to highlight you on the map and make you kind of a target where it's going to like invite you invite people to come and test you uh they talked about they already have end game things in mind they mentioned something called a paragon board and when they talked about that it was kind of like uh they showed like a glimpse of Kind of like uh, maybe diving into like specializations or uh, like a perk system, like perk trees. Yeah. Um, I, I, what uniqueness, I guess what you called it. I know in, when, in Diablo 3, when you had the system or the paragraph system and the tree, um, it wasn't, there wasn't a lot to choose from. I, and I know you still had that uniqueness in Diablo 3, but it'd be nice to have that, you know, super crazy uniqueness to where your build is you know, obviously different from another build of the same class. You know what I mean? Uh, but more, more, like you said, specialized, right? More special, uh, specialization in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be cool to see as far as customizable, you know, paragons are concerned. Um, I would like to see that for sure. Yeah. And they touched on it, uh, several times. Like, I think I remember, I distinctly remember, uh, one of the, I'm I'm guessing it was a, a content creator like saying in the background they ne- they didn't mention like who these people were but they s- one of them said that you'll be able to play your character however you want and it's going to uniquely feel like your character. So uh that's reassuring just like you said you want your character to feel different like like it's mine yeah you know what I mean like hey Mark's going to play his character and because he created it the way he created it you know it's going to be totally different from like Rico's class of that same character you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That would be that, that you know that specialization, like you mentioned, would be, would be awesome and rewarding too. Um, just because you know when you kind of get through everything and you create it in your vision, and that's the word they used, right? You can create this character in your vision, even up to the to the cosmetic part, which I thought is awesome. So um, something to look forward to. I know me and me and customization, whatever it's called, uh, character creation. Uh, oh my, no, my, my worst enemy. Yeah. Uh, even 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 Andrew says 
oh, it's gonna take Marcus five hours or a whole day to create a character. There's character creation. <laughs> it happened with Elden Ring. I put it in my first three hours during character creation. It was terrible. Uh, so the next thing, which honestly I loved every second of it, was the CF3 CF Thieves season seven trailer. The whole thing was uh, was a guy singing, a pirate singing. Uh, I loved it. <laughs> I know. I was gonna say me too. And I was just, uh, it was he was he sang about all the new stuff that was there. And I know when Sea of Thieves first came out again, it was another one of those with a rocky title. Uh, I mean, a rocky beginning. And as it as it they kept you know updating it and uh, fixing it, it just got that much better. And it released what it should have been. So. And I told Rico, the fact that these guys and the support that it keeps getting and keeps getting and, you know, it that's a remarkable thing to see from these studios just, you know, bringing this game and keeping this game and breathing life into this game, you know, continuously. It's 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 a rewarding thing to see. And as a gamer, that must be an awesome thing to see that this game is just going and going and going. And it looked honestly, the game's always looked awesome. I've played it. I played it. A, Briefly, very little with with Omar and and Rico and a couple of friends. Um, not really sure. I don't. Ever, I never really. I'm never really know what I'm doing. But just being on a boat, just going through this, through the sea. It's it, it's it's been a fun time since you know the times that I played it. Uh, so then the last couple were uh, Ravenlock, or some of the last few were Ravenlock, Goon. Uh, uh, to me, Ravenlock really caught my eye because of the yes, influence of uh, Alice in Wonderland. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, so right away, I'm playing that one. For sure. Yeah, I, I'm playing that one too. Alice in Wonderland stuck out, and there's even a monster that looks just like the Queen of Hearts. Um, and you see whether it's Cheshire Cat or uh, you know whatever the environments might be. Uh, I read that book at least eight, ten times every time used to teach it in class, you know, to my freshmen and sophomores back in the day, uh, pre-COVID and stuff like that. Um, but it, the environments look amazing. The colors look beautiful. Um, I, I kind of got some folklore vibes. So for those of you who are not familiar with that game, it's a, P- a PlayStation 3 game that came out um, in, man, must, I was in college. It must have been like in 2010, 11, maybe. And again, when it came to, as far as like color palettes, you know, bringing the environments to life. It was colorful. And even the creatures, and again, this is one that kind of sticks out where you have the mushroom, the Queen of Hearts, the rabbits. Some of these, uh, the jesters are made out of Legos. Even the Queen of Hearts is made where it looks like Legos or blocks and stuff. And, oh man, it looks awesome. And it looks, I can't I can't even express the setting and the scenes look amazing um, and remarkable. And so that's something I'm going to be checking out too, day one. Um, hopefully, hopefully, you know, um, comes out soon hopefully it uh when does it come out uh 2023 oh 2023 so it's gonna be a while but well they did say next 12 months but if you if you haven't looked at the the trailer you haven't looked at the 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 pics and and the stills give it a look it's gonna blow your mind because and she even has a sword and shield so very very link vibes if you catch my drift no alice Uh, no, but uh, how about you? How about uh, Cocoon? What do you think there? I, honestly, when I saw that one, I was like, Mark is just playing this. <laughs> well, <laughs> it, it's created by, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, the lead designer. It's uh, Geometric Games. I, I forgot who it was. 
but I have played inside and I have played limbo and I beat both of them. Um, and I loved them. I loved both of them. I'm going to check it out. Uh, it looked a little different from limbo. Uh, it's, it's more, I guess, kind of like inside than anything else you see, but I enjoyed limbo more than inside just because limbo had those, it was a silhouette, a shadow that kind of just traversed his, what looked like a nightmare. Uh, but I, I will be checking out cocoon. Um, it, that is a Marcus game. Uh, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> that is a Marcus game. And it, it, and if it's anything like Inside Limbo, I'm going to get through it quickly and, and you know, whether it's in one or two sittings. And, and I'll give you my thoughts on it when it does come out. But I am going to play Cocoon. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> uh, so then the next, uh, the next game, uh, before we dive into the end, was actually something that I had, I had no idea what this game was and how bad that I needed it. It was Wulong Fallen Dynasty, due yeah. out early 2023. Uh, another Game Pass Day One. Yes, uh, my initial thoughts, and I saw it, and I said, "I said okay, uh, Team Ninja, whatever." And I kept looking, and they had all these things. Um, if you ever played a Dynasty Warriors game, you'll know exactly what time period this game takes place. This is within, or even one of the Romance of the Three Kingdoms type games. Uh, this is their Chinese Three Kingdoms era, and the only reason that kind of picked up on it was because at the end of the trailer you saw the red hair the the, the red feathers coming out of his helmet you saw and i'm I, I i never even saw if it was him or not but i said that's lubu i said hell yes that's lubu and if it's not i was like this game's trash because i know for a fact that's lubu <laughs> but but no lubu um if you're not familiar he of, of his store this guy was you know top of the line, just superhuman, you know, in, in in the lore that he can just take on soldiers and soldiers and soldiers. So the fact that they're mixing up these historical figures, you know, and uh, supernatural elements where you have these dragons uh, flying up into the air, that looked amazing. Um, I'm going to be checking that one out for sure. Uh, it is good coming. It is confirmed to be day one game pass. Um, and it's by Team Ninja, so we should be getting something that's just going to be action-packed, fluid in, in that regard, where you, you have this main character with a sword. And and strangely enough, Rico, I thought of, uh, um, I had uh, flashbacks to uh, to uh, Ninja Gaiden, mm -hmm. <laughs> strangely enough. And I said, huh, I was like, is this, and that's what I initially thought when I first saw it. I was like, man, it's kind of, it's a, this is Ninja Gaiden. And I saw all these things, and I said, oh my god. I was like, this is definitely something that we'll be checking out uh, for sure. Yeah, it gave me a little bit of the 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 same idea, like Ninja Gaiden, uh, maybe a little bit of Sekiro type game, and yeah, uh, I I feel like we're missing that kind of game on the Xbox right now. So, I mean, I'm all for it. Uh, I'm a little bit familiar with the with the Legend of Liu Wu and that. I never played those games, but I know him like some uh, yeah. of the like historical things that they talk about him, and then also some of the fictional stuff about him taking on entire armies because he's that great of a warrior and dude, stuff like yeah. that. So. And he came out, dude. So if you could play as Lou Booba, <laughs> that'd be pretty cool. Uh, so the, the last two announcements before we get to like the star of, of today's show were that uh, we're getting personas hopping over to the Xbox uh, yes. and Game Pass. Uh, I think Persona 3, is it portable, portable or portable? It's portable partly because this one came, originally came out for the PSP. And Persona 3 actually came out Persona 3, Persona 3 Fez, and Persona 3 Portable. 
Um, so this is P, the P3P version, which is interesting because the Fez, the Fez version is supposed to be the one that has the uh, the true ending. And I've actually played Part 3 and Fez, and I've never played Portable. Um, so this is going to be interesting to kind of go back and revisit. I'm definitely going to revisit at least the first two because I just beat Royale, um, what, maybe like a year a year ago or so. Played the hell out of that game. Um, so I will be revisiting Portable and Golden just because they're amazing games. And I was just, oh my God, you know, Persona on Xbox, which is crazy because I thought Persona was going to come to Switch first before it ever hit Xbox. Blows my mind. So uh, Persona 3 Portable, Persona 4 Golden, and Persona 5 Royale all coming to Game Pass. I think, uh, was that soon? The only one that had a confirmed, I think, was... Persona Five. I think they October said first. Yeah, I think they said five would be first. Yeah, on right. October. Which yeah, so I'm not sure if maybe the other ones are going to come out after or before, but for sure, Persona Five is going to come out on October 24th, first. Yeah. So then the the last announcement uh, was the special partnership with a new, with a legend of the video game industry, Hideo Kojima. Uh, he. He really was emphasizing that he's always wanted to try something very new, unique, a brand new experience, I think he said, completely new type of game, uh, something that no one's ever experienced anything like it before. Uh, and he said with the help of all of Microsoft's tech, including their cloud tech, uh, that it was going to probably take some time, but that he was super excited to be bringing us uh, this vision that he has of, of a game. Uh, anytime you anytime you hear that name, you know it's going to be something interesting, at the very least. Oh, yeah, to say the least, because, you know, he gave us Metal Gear uh, Solid and, and Death Stranding recently. So it's going to be interesting to see. And what other game did he – and they didn't talk about it, but what other game did he have over what? What was it called? Oh, well, that's that's this game, I think. It's uh, oh, over – yes. Because they didn't mention it by name. Then the over – what was it? Over – uh you had you had found it earlier um i i see nothing i i i had heard the name only i'd only heard the title but as overturned as, is it a called overturned or overturned. Like over, over overturned or over I have, isn't it something like that let me see let me pull it up overdose 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 right i think that's what it's called is it so if, is, is that this xbox game then because i i heard the overdose being floated around a while back i didn't know if that was this game that he was talking about here on the xbox uh reveal yeah i think that's just like the working title i don't know if that's gonna be there that's what i had heard that we're we're possibly gonna get kojima at this uh okay. showcase just talking about his new game ah. and i do see here yeah the working title of overdose uh, okay. I mean, who knows if that's going to be what it's going to be called uh, officially, or or maybe it'll get a change. Yeah. But then we go into the the last one. The star of the show yeah. for tonight was uh, Starfield. Uh, initially, to be honest, when they were showing the uh, the um explorate the little bit of the exploration and when he's walking when the character is walking around and getting resources and stuff i was kind of like really like no man's sky like that's where we're going with this that's what i thought yeah. uh and then he started to kind of they they mentioned at a certain point like oh these guys are trying to use this station or something 
and then you start to get into like the combat and the i mentioned the resource gathering was kind of gave me the no man's sky vibes and then the combat gave me uh cyberpunk vibes the the level system of your enemies and then the gun system how uh you know the movement and all that kind of stuff uh so initially i was kind of like eh, i don't know about this and then the further in i got a little bit more interested they started to talk a little bit more about the story and they talked about like oh an artifact that you uh come into contact with i guess at some point in the show or in the in the game uh and that I think they mentioned like, oh, did you see the vision that the, you must've seen the visions that the artifact gives people. And that right away gave me vibes of like Halo or Mass Effect, where there's also something like that incorporated in the story and character. Uh, They talked about that you're going to get a lot of character customization, which again, I'm like, oh, that's Marcus right there. That's Marcus's uh, worst enemy. said that you're going to have a lot of traits and skills uh, incorporated already into like your first when you're starting your character. I think they said, depending on what class you pick, you're going to start off with different bonuses and kind of like that's kind of going to lead you into like where you're going to probably specialize your character. Uh, They showed skill trees. There's going to be a crafting system. You're going to be able to build your own ship. Completely customization, complete uh, customization in terms of what it's going to look like. I saw. I think they said you're going to be able to customize your crew. Uh, they did show that there's going to that you're not only going to be able to build your ship, but you're going to be able to fight in your ship with a like ship combat. Did you see that? Yeah, I did see that. I had uh, Star Wars vibes, straight up. That's what it looked like. <laughs> yeah, and then the last thing that kind of blew my mind. They they went back they shot back over to todd and then they he said like you want to know how just how big this game is this is a a planet and this is the area where you land but you can in fact like run around this whole planet exploring everything like gather resources find hidden stuff uh and this is just one of many i think they said uh, up to a thousand planets that are all fully explorable Uh, which which i thought was crazy (laughs) No wonder that they no wonder they delayed this game. <laughs> yeah, um, my, go ahead. There's just so much to, I was going to say there's just so much to do. You see, well okay, so let, let me start from the beginning before I get to the whole thousands thing. Right off the bat, I was actually uh I found it entirely and this is again my opinion and whether, you know, whatever whether the people have said anything to say. I kind of found it lackluster around San Rico. It's like if right from the get go, I did get the the no man's sky vibes, right? Uh, but then I started seeing it more, and then I was like, okay, it's, it's Skyrim meets Destiny type thing. I'm looking at even the gunfights look like Destiny type thing, and his jetpack. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm double jumping here instead with the jetpack, and then they go and you see his the the base where they where they they go to. I was like, okay, I still see Destiny. Obviously, it's a little bit bigger in the in the thing, and then I I was just kind of. I was looking for something that was going to make it stick out, right? Like, okay, what's the point of Bethesda, Bethesda, and what's going to differentiate this game just from about every other um, space game that's just ma- as massive as it's supposed to be? Um, they did mention the customization, customi- uh, the customizable weapons, stuff like that. And he did, I did see the, the, the space fights uh, when going from planet to planet. I was like, okay, so they've got, it's, it, they're making it 
as far as scope wise, an entire scope thing where just about everything is going to be playable uh, from landing to exploring to driving through space, uh, la landing again, exploring these planets and so forth. Um, and then that's where he gets to the end. And he talks about over a thousand planets to explore and all these things. Um, and people do have the time for it. But in my case, I'm thinking, okay, like, I'm going to be honest with you. Let, let's say, for example, I do pick up this game and it is going to be on Game Pass and stuff like that, right? Um, I'm not going to go and explore a thousand planets. <laughs> I'll be lucky to explore just the, you know, the big, big ones. Um, so at one point is too much, too much. And again, this is just something that I'm kind of thinking to myself just because um, I do, I have no problem putting in hundreds of hours, you know, into a game, no problem at all. But what's going to make me want to put a hundred, hundreds and hundreds of hours into a game like this that I felt just kind of, you know, if I wanted to do something just a little less, I'd go play Destiny instead, you know what I mean? Or i go play uh, a Skyrim or uh, uh, Elder Scrolls game or something instead, because I'd rather have the, the high fantasy stuff, in my case, where I have a sword and magic powers rather than a gun, or, you know, and I'm not sure exactly if um, we're going to get or this person's going to have abilities and stuff like that. I know they had 10 grenades in the in the beginning shot. Like, okay, so grenades and guns, we're, we're gunfighting and stuff. So overall, it was a little lackluster for me. Again, I'm not sure exactly what's, again, where they're going to be headed um, headed with a, a lot of the stuff. And again, they, they did do a lot of the customizable stuff. But again, um, at what point do I stop customizing my shit, my guns? Um, you know, this is a, a super big, ambitious project that I hope they don't lose whatever identity they're trying to roll with there in the beginning. You know what I mean? Um, but that was, me, again, me being nitpicky, uh, my expectations and stuff like that. So uh, right there is where it kind of fell off for me there towards the end uh, with Starfield and stuff. Yeah, to me, it really didn't necessarily look like a game that you go in there with an aim of finishing. It looks like a game that you kind of play, dive into, kind of lose yourself for a while. Uh, something else comes out, you go and play that, then you come back to this game, maybe explore a little bit more. I think I did hear that this game is going to have full mod support, so there's no telling what fans or other people are going to put into a game like this. Uh, honestly, I didn't, I didn't really know anything about what this game was going to be, and to me, it is. No Man's Sky meets Cyberpunk. Uh, and I never, I didn't finish Cyberpunk, but I've been trying to get work my way back to it uh, and finish some of that backlog. The most interesting thing to me was the... Uh, I know they do have that lack of like powers and stuff like that, like you mentioned, but the customization and the, uh, the perk system and the building system look kind of interesting to me. Uh, Kind of the things that drew me towards this. I think I'm looking here at the skill tree. And it says that you can have skills in physical skills, social skills, combat skills, science skills, tech skills. Uh, and some of the things in character creation. I see you can pick to be have different backgrounds that will give you different perks along your journey it just seems like a like a a journey of a game not so much like i'm going in here to finish it um, and, and that's probably that's probably mike that's just probably a me thing where i'm looking for some sort of end goal and this game's not giving me one um you know that, that's probably what it is i guess because of the massive scope and stuff like that where um like you said i'm not going into this game to finish it i'm going in this game to 
I guess have like a, a play at my leisure. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I'm and I'm sure that there's gonna be uh, a story a, a storyline that you're gonna be able to just go in there and finish. And if at that point you decide that you're done with the game, like you're done with the game. But if there's other stuff that comes out later, or maybe something else you kind of want to explore, I feel like you can do that too. They did show a lot of character customization. Yeah. Let's see. Here's where I found a little bit of the starting skills. It says that this character is a, a chef. So she start her starting skills are gas gastronomy, dueling, and wellness. One of the gastronomy is uh, she's good at at crafting food and drink. So I'm guessing that that means that there's going to be some kind of survival element to it. Uh, dueling, which is melee weapons, do 10% more damage. And wellness is immediately gain 30 points of health. Uh, so I, I don't know. It, it's, it's up in the air as to what exactly it's going to be. But I just think the sheer. How, yeah. how it has a little bit of everything. Like I feel like there's going to be at least something for. Yeah, it's story, massive. customization, exploring. Whatever, whatever it is that you enjoy in games. Like there's going to be that in some former fashion in the- yeah and it's massive to say the least just because of you can tell the sheer scope of everything that they're trying to do it's huge yeah so that kept out the showcase for us uh we had some notable things that were missing uh avowed fable gears senua uh i was also expecting something from a game that's uh confirmed to be, could be coming out this year called party animals uh, but yeah, any thoughts about uh, I, I'm I know you have thoughts for sure about at least one of those not being on the show. Uh, uh, my case was just uh, Fable, and again, I, and I always go back to well, they said next twelve months, next twelve months, and that means that Fable is not in the plans for the next twelve months. And I've been dying for a new Fable just to kind of see, especially because it's going to be made by uh, Playground Games, uh, the 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 studio behind uh, Forza Horizon. So I'm, I was super excited to see something, at least a tease, at least something. Uh, I know Rick was was wanting to see just a title or just like a, a little sliver of, of Elder Scrolls. He didn't get that either. So uh, my expectation was kind of uh, blown just because Fable wasn't there. But I did get Silk Song. I see we saw Diablo and we saw Overwatch. So it wasn't too, too bad. As far as overall as a show, I did see a lot of stuff that did pique my interest. Nothing too crazy. It's just a lot of things that were going on my radar. It was a decent show. It, I don't think it was as bad. As um, I did see some people online saying it was super bad. Uh, I didn't think it was as bad as people were saying. I thought it was a little bit more on the positive side. If I had to give it like 6.5, maybe, you know, um, give or take between a 6 or a 7 out of a 10, uh, 10 point score. Um, just because of a lot of the bigger announcements that you, I didn't really see, um, like Rico was saying. And then, again, the fact that they capped it off with, Star, with Starfield. And to me personally, I was just kind of... I wasn't really blown away by it like I thought it was going to be. That kind of added to the whole, well, you know, as a whole, you know, your big AAA games to me weren't that all that big. I was more impressed with the smaller games like Ravenlock and, of course, Hollow Knight, Silk Song there on the on the list and um, uh, and uh, Wulong and stuff like that. So just different things that I wouldn't expect, but which is good because I told Rico even before the uh, before the premiere, it's, I'm, I'm actually liking that. It's just a bunch of newer games that nobody's ever heard of that they're showing off. Through that way, people can go go ahead and give them a try, rather than you know the big time stuff that we already heard. So that was good too. That was kind of a little good spin on it for me. But yeah, those were 
my thoughts more or less. Um, a lot of new games on the radar. Wish I would have seen Fable, um, but that's okay. And other than that, I think that's about it. Uh, some of my favorite reveals, obviously, Silk Song, Ravenlock, Diablo, Overwatch, probably to kind of top my list there. Um, but yeah, that kind of rounds up my thoughts. Uh, what What do you think? Any Any last thoughts here? Uh, to me, I honestly was very, very happy with what I saw, probably more so than most people. Uh, I think for me, the way I see it is I don't get into, I, I was never, I guess, pre-Game Pass. I was never the kind of person that needed like a bunch of games. Like to me, it was always like, give me, give me like three or four games to really dive into okay. and, and I'm going to love it because that those are like that's the amount of games i really get into on a yearly basis or used to now that game pass is out like it's a little bit easier to kind of like okay i'm gonna try this i'm gonna try this i'm gonna try this i'm gonna try this uh because everything it comes to game pass and the way i see it is uh or the way i saw this conference was we're already just we're pretty much already like halfway through this year uh and they did talk about all this stuff is going to be coming out within the next year so specifically for 2022, I saw things like uh, Naraka uh, that I'll probably check out. Uh, sea of Thieves, I might give another go. Uh, okay, let me know. Ground, grounded, Grounded, uh, I'm definitely going to check out. Overwatch 2, I'm going to play this year. Uh, Gunfire Reborn, I'm going to play I'm gonna play this year. Scorn, I'm probably going to check out. Pen, Pentiment, maybe. Uh, Party Animals is one that they didn't touch on that is pretty much like uh what's the game that we would play the that game where we kind of are like the little monitos and we beat up each other okay or or um not fall guys it's the one on on Xbox game pass right now yes um, where the wrestling one you throw people off gang gang beasts gang beasts so party animals is is essentially gang beasts uh and then there is uh well that's it that's eight games this year like that this is just the stuff that we have coming to like xbox pc like that's minus the fact that i'm getting a pokemon game this year yeah, uh, we haven't touched base on Nintendo. you know like th that that's minus like some of the other games that we're getting this year in terms of like uh playstation stuff coming to pc that i'm gonna get to try out finally so eight games that i'm gonna be playing like pretty much like for sure i guess seven seven for sure pentiment depending on what comes out about it like to me i'm very happy with that for the rest of the year eight games mm. then that's not that's not even touching on what i'm gonna be playing next year for sure i'm gonna play diablo for sure i'm gonna play redfall uh for sure i'm gonna try out i don't know how far into it i'll get for sure i'm gonna try out starfield i'm gonna try i'm gonna be playing minecraft legends i'm gonna be playing wulong uh flintlock i'm gonna try out uh, I might finally take the dive into League or Valorant. Um, we also have Resident Evil 4 coming out next year. Uh, what other things do I see for next year, for 2023? Shadow Legacy, uh, Araban Ar Shadow Legacy, Ravenlock, Benedict Fox. I think that's already like 13 or 14 games for next year that I'm going to be giving a go. So eight games this year, 13 games next year, like... What else do I need? Was it a perfect conference? A 10 out of 10? No. Was it a 9 out of 10? No. But I'm comfortable giving it like an 8 for me. 
Mm. Of course, it's very subjective. I, I like you. I would have liked to have seen uh, Avowed. I did read. I think afterwards that they had to rework some stuff with Avowed. I think they even changed game directors, oh. from what I saw. So I think that's probably why we didn't get it uh, today. We didn't see anything about it today. Uh, Fable, who knows? Uh, there had also been rumors of Gears. I was very, very confident that we were going to see more Senua today. Uh, Senua Part 2. Uh, that, that didn't happen. Uh, and then Party Animals, I thought, I thought like was going to be something that we already know is coming. But I, I was surprised we didn't see anything about it today. Yeah. Being that that I loved uh, the other one. Yeah. Um, I, I think, I think in my case, it's just because more or less the big, the bigger games that people were talking about were like, again, I'm using Starfield as an example. Didn't appeal to me. Like, like how they showed a Zeno or how they showed an about or, or fable, you know, that would have really, you know, put the, put the cherry on top of all these, what I don't want to say, I don't want to call them smaller games, but these newer games that are coming out that really highlighted for me, the, you know, which was to me the good part of the showcase was all these smaller games that kind of looked uh, very interesting, like you mentioned, Scorn, Flintlock, Ravenlock, and all those. Um, you know, what is it? I don't want to, I don't, smaller produced games or whatever Xbox Studio games that you know we're finally kind of seeing and stuff like that. So something to look forward to as far as these smaller games are concerned. But it's just the big games I think that were kind of aside from Diablo and Overwatch, kind of didn't really do them. It, it, Redfall was all right. Kind of we'll see how it is. Hopefully the Gameplay does it justice. So we'll see. We'll see everything that comes out. Yeah. So uh, I guess those are our thoughts on this uh, Microsoft or Xbox Bethesda conference. And uh, I mean, uh, a lot to look forward to over the next year. Yeah. Um, uh, if... Some 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 surprises. Some stuff we're missing. Uh, but uh, I mean. In my case, close to 20 games that I'm looking forward to. Like, to me, in my, to me, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, but just to kind of cap off um, our bonus episode here, we do have, um, we do have the Capcom showcase coming out. And in my case, you know, Resident Evil and Mega Man. And if there's any other awesome surprises that like, I cannot think of top of my head, it'd be great to see. So we do have uh, Capcom, Elden Ring. Elden Ring. <laughs> mm-hmm. The OC. <laughs> Elden Ring, just <laughs> fuck it, just give us Elden Ring Part Two already. Like, come on. I'll put it. I'll put. I think in there <laughs> 200 plus hours. Um, but yeah, so we do have Capcom coming up. Nintendo has not announced their Nintendo Direct, but hopefully we see it this week. I'm I'm praying we see it this week because that's um, I'm not I'm not biased or anything, right? But um, that's what I'm hoping to see. You know, a lot of my favorite games. You know, Zelda One. You know, Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask. Just give me a Zelda Direct, and I'd probably be set. Uh, but no, aside from the fact, uh, I do love a bunch of the, a bunch of the, uh, the Nintendo games that are coming out. So I'm hoping for Nintendo Direct. Hopefully you guys can tune in with us, um, see what we have to say about Capcom, see what we have to say about Nintendo, if they're doing this week. But for sure, we'll be covering Nintendo when they do come out. Um, and if you haven't checked out our uh, our PlayStation uh, State of Play uh, episode, you know, go back, check it out. Let us know uh, how you feel. Uh, that is already available here. Uh, for you guys on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and RSS.com. So uh, feel free to give us a, uh, 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 a listen to, check out our thoughts um, on PlayStation also. Do you do uh, you expect to to get some other, another PlayStation uh, showcase or something of that effect later in the summer? Honestly, uh, if I remember, uh, it, might, it may or may not be. 
I'm thinking late July for some reason. I don't know if they ever did us if they did one in late July, but I remember last year and PlayStation's always again they're always real weird to where they want to be the sole focus of attention. They don't want to be overshadowed by anything or anybody else. So I wouldn't put it past them to do one in July, um, late July, early August, you know, as their summer, I guess, summer showcase. If I want to, if I'm not mistaken, they did do that last year in July, if I, you know, if I, in July or somewhere along the lines when nobody else is kind of doing anything. So I wouldn't put it past them uh, to to give us something else where it's just going to be first party and stuff that is coming to PlayStation solely. Uh, PlayStation, you know, not the VR and not the third-party stuff like they had announced on the previous state of play. So I do think we are getting something PlayStation. I, I feel, I feel like it's it's a for sure now because uh, God of War was very much absent. Yeah, last presentation, and there was the rumors that it was probably going to be delayed. But then now everything has kind of flipped and said, no, God of War is coming in September, and we still haven't seen anything other than like the reveal of the was it the name. Uh, I, I'm not. Let me check. I think I, I almost, here. I want to say it was November. I saw because I seen the same thing. November, uh, yeah. Okay. A new report suggests the game will release in November. Yeah, so November so, would be the thing to look for. So yeah, we should get something, dude. Uh, I I actually do think we might get something. So, in so I I feel like I feel like if that if this new report is true, like we have to get something between now and November, and I would say. Being that we haven't really seen anything, I mean, you know what you're gonna get out of God of War, to be honest. But they have to show a, they're gonna have to show a little something really. Yeah, and I mean they 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 might do a, a God of War state of play, but I honestly do think we are gonna get a full scale PlayStation you know, first per, you know uh, first person uh, first studios from PlayStation and stuff like that that are gonna show off what they have in development for the future as far as their, their, for their companies. So I do think we're going to get something from PlayStation. And I hope we get something from Nintendo this week. So two of the big ones should be coming up soon, hopefully. All right. And uh, uh, depend, I guess depending on what uh, announcements we do see from Capcom tomorrow, if it's, even if it's something uh, relatively small or anything that's, that excites us, like uh, maybe we'll do a special for that. Two, even if it's just like on the short side, maybe a twenty-minute little special or whatever. And uh, uh, again, hopefully, we do get that Nintendo. I know my the my Nintendo love has already been announced in the Pokemon. I'm down to see more, and I know that Marcus is a big Nintendo guy. Uh, hopefully, we do get that too. I think we anticipate possibly this week, maybe next week. Hopefully, yeah. So state. Uh, yeah. And then we do also have Thursday. Uh, we have that uh, Overwatch announcement where we kind of. I figure it's gonna. They're gonna go into PVE type stuff and maybe clarify a little bit more on. Hopefully, like the what they're gonna do in terms of battle pass, uh, if it's gonna have a battle pass, um, and if there's gonna be a difference. I know they they had talked to before. I think we mentioned uh, already about that it was going to be free, but then, like, the PvP was going to be free. Now it's been confirmed that it's going to be free to play. But will they do something uh, like Fortnite, where there's also PvE, but that is going to be a, behind a paywall? Support? Uh, I guess we'll get more answers on Thursday. Maybe we'll, uh, maybe we'll wait. To, we'll wait for that one and just uh, send our normal weekly podcast about around that. Depending what other week we get, uh, news we get throughout the week. 
yeah so uh, there's there's a lot coming stay tuned uh capcom hopefully nintendo overwatch uh, playstation down the line uh so you know there's something big being announced there's something big taking place that we are going to cover it either day over the day after or if you know during if for for whatever reason even during our thursday episode so uh yeah if, stay tuned. If, if 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 we even podcast on thursday because we're gonna be on we're 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 definitely gonna be on that uh new ninja turtles game that's <laughs> true yeah <laughs> shredder's revenge you got game pass uh this thursday guys make sure you check it out <laughs> all righty well uh, i guess that's it for us for this special for the xbox bethesda showcase but we'll see you guys again real soon i think uh don't forget check out our our playstation state of play announcement from a while back if you ever get a chance otherwise thank you guys for tuning in you have a good one later